I'm Kev Jackson. Welcome to ChatPod, the Chat About Podcast. We are talking science today with some folks from the Headwaters uh, Science Center. We've got Lee Furseth, the executive director, and Chuck Dieter, who's the co-chair of their upcoming big birthday party. Welcome to the show, guys. Terrific to be here. Well, Lee, before we get into the birthday party, let's uh, recap E-Cubed. What are your thoughts after the big night? Uh, fantastic would be a word I'd apply. It was an absolutely terrific night. Awesome. And uh, we, we had sold a lot of tickets. I know that. Uh, it looked like the silent auctions were pretty active. So, Yeah, it, uh, it hit a 10 and any of a number of categories, including being sold out. Lots of people. I think people had a great time. Okay. And great, yes. food. great food, yeah. Now let's talk a little bit about this uh, 30th birthday party. So that's what it is, right? It's the 30th birthday? Absolutely, 30th right. birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chuck, you were probably there on the first day of working oh, there. Oh, definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, now the Science Center um, got started as a grassroots movement back in the late late 80s and early 90s. And um, we acquired the building and opened the doors in July of 93, but we didn't have anything in the building. We <laughs> you had a big empty space, and we uh, were doing programs. Uh, we're doing, we um, you know, made some exhibits and took them out to public celebrations, you know, 4th of July, uh, uh, you know, something-something days in some town, just to try to publicize the idea and get the idea out there. Um, so we were... Uh, uh, wondering just exactly how we were going to get a room full of exhibits and things like that. And uh, it's, it turned out uh, Pacific Science Center in uh, Seattle uh, was engaged in a program, and they had something called their Science Carnival. And um, they would actually uh, pack up a couple of semis in a van and have some employees go out and you know, uh, establish a science center someplace where it didn't exist before with traveling exhibits. They also made those well-designed and well-constructed exhibits available to uh, uh, new science centers uh, at a very, well, at half price, essentially. And we were able to tie into that program. Uh, We uh, acquired 11 exhibits. I went out to Great Falls, Montana to uh, scope them out and see what would be best for us. Uh, We had the funding. We acquired the exhibits. Um, we put them in the uh, science, what's now the Science Center, and uh, arranged them on the exhibit floor. And on March 6th, 1994, we officially opened with a real Science Center, a real exhibit floor, um, and real attractions, real, uh, real, well, everything we needed to begin being an actual uh, science institution, science education institution. So what drew you to be part of this movement? <laughs> I, uh, I'm an actor. I was doing a show, a summer show, in uh, this area, and um, Laddie Elwell, Dr. Adela Elwell, and her husband, Jim, came to see the show um, and um, spoke to, you know, afterwards the people will hang around and talk to the actors some, and uh, it started a conversation, and um, they... Uh, you know, she asked, uh, among other things, what was my background? And so I said, well, my educational background is a lot in sciences. Um, and uh, she said, oh, do you know that the Science Museum of Minnesota has an acting company, a permanent acting company, doing educational theater? I said, no. And the conversation progressed, and eventually she uh, invited my wife and I to uh, go along with them as they uh, were uh, going out into the Spearhead Center, uh, uh, 
headwaters uh, out of one society spearhead center to do take some pictures of mushrooms uh, and fungus for a new book uh, being produced in Iowa about uh, upper midwest mycology so that's we spent the day, you know, looking for mushrooms and things and talking and talking and talking. Eventually, she recruited me to work for, for Opportunities in Science. So I started with the effort before there was a science center, before there was a building, and um, uh, and it just kind of snowballed from there. I I, uh, I believed in the, in the concept, in the idea, the, the idea of science centers being uh, uh, educational institutions promoting alternative education. Yeah. And... Uh, with the, the premise that not everybody, not every student out there le- learns in the same way. And uh, the kind of hands-on uh, educational opportunities that science centers offer are uh, a, a great great help to many young people and uh, actually can help to uh, increase science literacy in the general population. That was our goal, and, and I thought, this is great. So I ended up staying with it. Okay. So you've seen a lot of changes there over the years. Oh my goodness, have I seen changes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you want, to, want me to talk about sure? The changes? Oh, yes. That, 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 that could go off in lots of different directions. Well, but, we got time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, yeah, um, I uh, when you ask when you talk about changes, uh, the thing that comes to mind is all the people that have come through. Um, you know, we've had people that were uh, uh, well. I'm thinking of one guy now that's helping us out with the the birthday party. And uh, he was an employee. He had been working for an insurance agency, and uh, his name is Jeff Smith, as a matter of fact. He, mm-hmm. And uh, he came to work. He said I, he didn't like working for an insurance company, so he uh, came to work at the Science Center. He did very well for us, but he, he wanted to be a teacher. So um, he went into t- uh, elementary school teaching, and he taught at uh, Lincoln Elementary. He taught at Gene Dillon, and I believe he's retired now. But he began his career in essentially in teaching and communicating, you know, educational uh, efforts uh, at the Science Center. Um, okay. Uh, we've had uh, well, Laddie was our director for for many, many, many years, and eventually mm-hmm. retired. Uh, we've had uh, uh, three directors since then. Lee is the, the third director since then. Um, we've changed uh, a lot of uh, a lot of our exhibits. Some of our exhibits that we started with are still there. <laughs> Uh, one that I built uh, before we had a science center uh, is still still there, so uh, th- that's 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 a good thing. But we've had you know lots of animals come through, different animals that uh, that cycle through, uh, and which is which is probably the biggest draw that we have. Um, we had some various things happen. Um, one day I was supposed to do a program in uh, a small town uh, that started. I had to you know pick things up and get there in the morning. And I walked into the science center, and I heard something. I heard the sound of water running. And um, I uh, took a step, and it went slosh. And we had had a leak in the plumbing, and the entire science center was flooded. And uh, that resulted in our being closed for several weeks and, and uh, um, you know, wondering if we can continue, we can stay in business. And eventually that all got settled, and it's all, all taken care of. And... And now we're, uh, you know, we're still there. We're still finding <laughs> it. Um, we've been, just recently had some changes in our uh, in our infrastructure, uh, the building. Uh, uh, we've been worried for some time that we didn't, we weren't really compliant with the Americans with Disabilities Act, and now we have a, a correct uh, uh, handicapped accessible restroom on the first floor. We have a new uh, lab for uh, uh, working with animals and uh, food preparation for the animals and. Uh, 
you know, uh, care for the animals. That's brand new. Um, some really, really nice stuff happening there. Okay. Yeah. Now, when did the idea of the Science Center begin? Oh, my goodness. The idea must have been happening first in somebody's head, mm-hmm. and I'm sure she spoke out loud to the person across the table. <laughs> I would give credit to Laddie and Jim. Who knows? Maybe it was across their dining room table. That's probably where it first started. John Matheson, one of our wonderful supporters and a board member for many, many, many years, talks about the day that Laddie came to see him, John, with handwritten notes, pages and pages of handwritten notes, and showed them, used hours and hours of John's time explaining what the idea was. So I, I would tell you that the concept occurred first in the heads of Jim and Laddie Owl. Well, actually, um, Laddie uh, had been a faculty at uh, Bemidji State for some time, and um, when I first met her, she was working with the Science Museum of Minnesota in St. Paul. And um, the idea began uh, tentatively. We weren't sure it could work, but we were thinking maybe this could be uh, uh, an outreach, uh, uh, you know, a facility, uh, remote facility of the Science Museum of Minnesota. And um, when I first began working with uh, Opportunities in Science, I was at the Science Museum of Minnesota in the old location. And um, uh, that... You know, I worked with it with that uh, worked there for a while, and I uh, it didn't actually work out. All the logistics and the the uh, the red tape didn't work out for us to be part of the Science Museum of Minnesota. They at the time had something called uh, Science on the Move, um, which was an outreach program that took uh, uh, science education programs out to the you know the greater Minnesota area, and. Um, we thought, you know, we could do that right here. We could uh, have that kind of program here. Um, and that was in about 80, that was 87, 88. I think I met Laddie in 86. So the idea was already churning um, by the mid-80s um, and uh, gradually developed. Okay. Yeah, I remember once sitting across from Laddie. She gave me about a three-hour one-on-one visit when I first started this job five years ago. And Laddie said... It was those drives back from the cities because she had three hours sometimes all by herself. And she would think and think and think about what that meant to bring science in its informal sense of the word north to Bemidji and all of northern Minnesota. Lee Furseth, the executive director of the Headwater Science Center, and Chuck Dieter, who is co-chairing that 30th birthday party, which makes sense since he's been there since day one, (laughs) or maybe, well, I would say before day one. Um, So, Chuck, what what do we got planned for the big party? Oh, well, you know, I'm I'm not a party planner, but I'm trying, (laughs) you know. Um, We want to, uh, uh, well, okay, let's see, just enumerate some things. we, uh, we're going to have just some fun things. We're going to have some cake. We're going to have some snacks. Uh, we're going to have uh, some music. We want to maybe do a little music from the 90s. Okay. Um, we've got uh, uh, our guy that usually handles uh, all our sound equipment, uh, James Owens, is, is going to be setting up, uh, you know, kind of a DJ kind of thing. Um, we've been toiling with the idea of maybe having some karaoke, you know. I don't know if that will be able to pull that off. It depends on how many people. So a lot of this depends on how many people want to want to participate. Sure. Um, um, we'll be having, you know, we'll have some things there that uh, allow people to take a look into the past and, and see pictures of uh, of all our activity. A lot of people were taking pictures back when we started, and 
want to bring that out and it'll be, we'll have a chuckle about what fashions we were wearing in 1994 and how young we look and that sort of thing. Um, and we've got lots of pictures in a big scrapbook kind of thing. It's, it's kind of fun to look at. Um, we'll be having one thing we want to focus on is uh, we want to have a science quiz challenge. Mm. And we put the word out to some science teachers in the area. Um, we want to have three categories, um, a fourth and fifth grade category, uh, middle school, sixth through eighth grade category, and high school category, and um, challenging students to come in and young people to come in and compete in uh, knowledge of STEM, you know, science, technology, engineering, and math. Mm-hmm. Um, and the top prize will be a family membership to the Science Center, an ASTC family membership, which gives you f- free admission to our Science Center, but also free admission through the Association of Science and Technology Centers um, uh, passport program, free admission to well over 300 other science centers throughout oh, wow. the United States and the world. So if you happen to be uh, traveling to Portland, Oregon, you go to the uh, Oregon Museum of Science and Industry, OMSI, and show them your Headwater Science Center membership card, they say, come on in. You go to the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago, show them your card, they say, come on in. And that, those big institutions in, in big cities, you can save a lot of money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, um, and we'll probably have we'll have some other prizes. We'll have door prizes, um, and uh, just generally going to have a lot of fun. When we have in the party, well, Chuck mentioned cake, so mm-hmm. you should have cake at a birthday party, and yeah. we will have cake, and so that'll be a part of it. Uh, Chuck talked about the things that have changed over thirty years. I'm going to tell you on March 9th, Here's something that will remain the same. We're going to charge the same rate on March 6th, 2024, as was charged on March 6th, 1994. So people are going to get in at this rate that happened three decades ago. It's a one-day special rate. I think uh, adults paid $5 back then and kids paid 3 bucks. So, yeah, yeah, so we're going to charge those rates on the day of the party. Um, People are welcome to come on in, spend the whole day there, or use their membership. If you're a member, we now have over 1,000 members of the Headwater Science Center. If you're a member, you always get in free. So those folks can come in for free on that day, too. And, and when you come in, when you come in with your with your membership uh, or with your uh, paid admission, you get a ticket for a door prize. Okay, which will not be terribly expensive, <laughs> you know, uh, and maybe an inexpensive but intellectually stimulating and fabulous door prize. Awesome. Yeah. So March sixth is your actual anniversary, but the party is Saturday, March ninth. March ninth is yeah. the day of the party, and just right? all day long, or all day there... long. Uh, I think we'll probably have the cake. You know, we'll hold off a little bit. Who wants cake at nine thirty a.m.? Mm-hmm. Well, somebody might, but you know, we'll start cutting up the cake and things like that mid morning, and then we'll keep right on going. Sign Center is open from nine thirty to five o'clock. I guess I would say, cake. As far as it goes, because we have a lot of cake, but you never know. We might be so packed that the cake gets eaten by mid-afternoon. That would be interesting. Yeah, with these things, it's difficult to tell exactly, you know, what the turnout's going to be. And that can affect, you know, uh, how we handle the cake and the snacks and all that sort of thing. We'll do our best to make sure everybody gets cake and everybody gets a snack and everybody gets everybody that wants some. Yeah, and, uh, and has a chance to have some fun. All right. It is the 30th anniversary of the Headwater Science Center, quite a celebration. Um, March 
9th is the day of the party. That is a Saturday. Uh, Chuck Dieter is the co-chair. Lee First as the executive director. Anything else from you two before we wrap it up today? You almost always ask me, when are those buses going to be pulling up? Oh, yeah. So, you know, field trip season is... Well, it's March, April, and May, so March starts on Friday. But if you were watching the street yesterday, there was a bus that pulled up. It was about 1045. Out came what turned out to be 67 people. They stayed at the Science Center for two, two and a half hours. They loaded back up the bus, and off they went. So to answer your question, we are right there right now at field trip season. Uh, you'll be seeing buses for the next three months. Oh, yeah. The avalanche begins you know, yeah. <laughs> right soon. Yeah. So everybody should come down and, and have some fun and meet a snake. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Dieter, Lee Furseth, again, the 30th anniversary party, Saturday, March 9th. Thanks for being here today, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for joining us today on Chatpod, the Chatabout podcast.